Alright, welcome back to Sports Headlines, and we have a special, special guest, Omar Delgado, advisor to one of the nation's top high school broadcast journalism programs, CCNN Live. Omar, welcome to Sports Headlines. Thank you for coming. So, obviously, we want to get into the big news. Jimmy Butler going to Miami. What have you heard, if any? Um, I heard that it's a close to being done deal. Um, I have some friends that work very closely with the Miami Heat. Um, the problem is that the Timberwolves think that if they could uh, delay this, the later into training camp, they'll be able to get the Heat to buzz and give a little bit more. The Heat do not want to give up uh, Jay Rich. They think he's too valuable. So we're going to give up Winslow. They're going to give up uh, Goron. But um, Jay Rich is someone they see that could be a valuable piece to a team that with Butler can make a run in the Eastern Conference. Yeah. So the, the problem with the Timberwolves is that they're not holding any other cards. And you're dealing with the godfather of Pat Riley. You know, he, he knows what he's doing. So I, I think this is a done deal. I just think that it is a matter of time uh, when it happens. It was, I thought it was going to happen today, honestly, but apparently uh, the Timberwolves are playing a little bit more hardball than uh, Pat would like. So I got a question for you. Um, it was rumored that Kyrie Irving might also be going to the Heat. Any news about that? It wouldn't be this year, but Butler and Kyrie have, have talked about playing with each other in the future. Obviously, he's a free agent at the, at the end of the year. Um, Miami's going to have sales, a sales tax. Uh, he can come down here with a Butler, with a Jay Rich, um, with a big guy in Whiteside, and uh, who I think is a future superstar in the NBA, uh, Ben Adagayo. And, uh, and maybe, you know, make another run at the Eastern Conference and actually a, a, a challenge. Uh, the Golden State Warriors in, in a championship. Yeah, so if Jimmy Butler, because first of all, let's go back down on the trip to memory lane really quick. LeBron comes to Miami 2010, and Miami goes on a run four straight years to the NBA Finals, and then now, eight years later almost, we're talking Kyrie and Jimmy Butler. I mean, how much would this do for the Miami Heat organization and for the city? All right, so I've, I've been a, a native Miami in my whole life, and the thing you got to learn about Miami is out of all of our teams, the Heat are the team that we trust the most. Like, honestly, Pat Riley can do no wrong down here. Of course you guys trust the Heat the most. You guys have the Dolphins and the Marlins. Huh. Exactly, exactly, exactly. And as a Dolphins fan, before you guys weren't even born. How about that? All right? So <laughs> I, I know what it, the pain of being a Dolphins fan. Um, and I don't trust the organization. Uh, the Marlins have given me two World Series, but nothing sustainable. They keep my whole life from 89, which I was 10 years old when, when the organization came about, to now have been a team that I always knew, no matter what, they were going to come back. Every every, every organization has a couple bad years. You know, they keep in the 90s against the Knicks, that wasn't easy, but we were always in the mix. We were in a battle. Um, we had a couple bad years. We came back, and we started with a very young rookie, uh, Dwayne Wayne, Lamar yeah. Odom, Brian Grant. I'll never forget that being Tom Butler. That team was great, but they ended up, I ended up getting shot. We ended up getting uh, uh, Antoine 
Parker, uh, 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 Gary Payton, uh, Jay Doug. Uh, we won a championship with a very one, young Dwayne Wade. I mean, that was amazing. We thought we were going to go on a run. And things didn't turn out the way we wanted to. Pat Ryan goes out and gets what I think is the most iconic free agent signings ever, which was LeBron and Chris Bosch. You know, and things didn't work out after that because LeBron went on his little journey back to TV, which is fine. You know, everyone's entitled to, to do what they want to do. When LeBron left, yeah, people in Miami were sad. But we, we just thought, like, okay, well, we will rise again. We will be a, a contender in the East, and we will be contending for a championship again. And we're starting to feel like has something cooking. And, and, and Jimmy Butler is the first step in this, you know? Yeah, so, speaking of Pat Riley, yeah, you have a point, like, Pat Riley always has a trick up his sleeve, but, I mean, come on, like, after, speaking of Dwayne Wade, after all Dwayne Wade has done, putting in the time and effort for the city of Miami, um, you have to think Pat Riley has something in mind for D-Wade, so, what, what impact has D-Wade, uh, had on the Miami community? D-Wade, to me, and I, I'm a 38-year-old man that, that is a, a suffering Miami fan. Um, before D-Wade, all that we had to hang our hat on in professional sports out here was Dan Marino, who is arguably top five best quarterback of all time, okay? Um, but Dan never got it done. You know, he never got the big dance. He never got the Super Bowl. He had great years with him, but... He was Miami, and then this young kid from Chicago comes down here, and he is the sports figure in South Florida. Like, if you look at South Florida sports figures, D-Wade is on the top of that mountain. And we love him. Uh, he can do no wrong in, in a lot of Miami guys. Um, he is the reason why the Miami Heat are who they are. He's not only going to be a Hall of Famer and get his uh, number retired in the arena, but there might be a statue to that guy outside the Miami arena because of all the stuff that he's done for us as a, as a city, as a team, and as a community. So I got a question for you, Omar, real fast. Um, if Jimmy Butler does indeed go to Miami, which it looks like he will, how do you think that's going to shake up the Eastern Conference? Because before news caught wind of that, I mean, really, you only had the Celtics since LeBron went to the West. The East w was looking pretty weak. The Raptors. How do you how do you think that's gonna that's how, how do you think that's gonna shape up the Eastern Conference? Uh, look, man, I'm a realist. Okay, one thing about me is that I don't I, I shoot from the hip. The East is the JV team. Okay, it's the JV. The West is one of the big five play. So if you have a couple of superstars that can have a great record and and be rested up for for the playoffs. Which I'm not gonna lie to you, that superstar Heat team that we had with, with Bosch and LeBron, don't, don't get me wrong, when they were in the playoffs, they were better rested than any team in the West. Going to the West is a marathon. It's, it's a battle. Every single day, you're out there battling against some of the best. But here in the East, it's not that hard. So, how is it gonna shift up the Eastern Conference? It's gonna be an Eastern Conference championship game. Heat, Celtics. The Raptors aren't gonna do well, so I don't wanna be up there. The, you know, the rest of the East is just a joke, to be honest. It's going to be an Eastern Conference Finals, and you know what? Brad Stevens is an amazing coach. Take nothing away from him, but we have a thing down here that says Sponos. Sponos, you know what I'm saying? And I, I'll take Eric Spolstra and Pat Riley over Brad Stevens any day of the week. Yeah, so, um, I mean, I, 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 I,
Yeah, well, I agree with that. Alex Foster is a tremendous coach. Well, Brad Stevens, you have to hand it to him. Alex has made not one coach of the year yet. I mean, he should have won last year. I have year. no idea. He, he's a great coach. But um, if we're talking about the way, well, you know a guy that reminds me of D-Wade a lot, actually? Like, he, he has that killer instinct. I mean, since we're talking about him, Kyrie Irving. Kyrie Irving actually reminds me a lot of D-Wade. Um, maybe not the defensive side of the ball, because we, I mean, Omar, you can probably agree with me. D-Wade was a beast on the defensive side of the end in his younger years. Yeah. All time leading shot blocker for shooting guards. Yeah. Yeah. And so, but offensively, I mean, name one thing Kyrie can't do. I mean, like, Kyrie could do everything, and when D-Wade was in his prime, name one thing D-Wade couldn't do. Like, he could do everything, and that's why Kyrie Irving is so special, because offensively, there's nothing he can't do, and that is what D-Wade is a as well. Mm-hmm. I, I listen, I, let me tell you something. I think the best thing that ever happened to Captain Kyrie is having LeBron go back to Cuban and teach the young guy how to be a champion. Mm-hmm. That's the best thing that ever happened to Captain Kyrie. Okay? Because he had all the skill sets before that. He just didn't have a winning culture or winning attitude up in Cleveland. Yeah, I, I like to tell people that LeBron's years in Miami were his college years. It's where he grew up as an NBA player. He went back to Cleveland, talked to the rest of the guys. Kyrie, okay, he learned it. He knew that he could never be the man. And he, if you're an NBA player and you've got an ego, you want to be the man. That's why he left. Yeah. He comes out of Miami with this. Listen, people can say whatever they want about Miami. It's a winning culture down here. They yeah. do things differently. And you put Kyrie with that mix, another certified all-star in Jimmy Butler, and a young, up-and-coming uh, guy like Dan and Abai, you're, you're, you're going to have... You're going to have the championship, yeah. Yeah, The Heat's going to do something the Marlins and the Dolphins can't do. Yay! Hey, man, the Dolphins are 3-0, okay? They're 3-0. Whether we're going to be 4-0 after this weekend, I don't know, because we're going to get to go. But we're 3-0 right now, and we're happy. We're happy about the thing. Yeah. Really quick question before we let you go. Um... Okay? Now to do that, I'm a Miami boy. 
I love my Dirty Bird, but I'm a, I'm a heat. Now, that being said, the NBA I grew up watching was full of men. Men that battled, men that would get in fights. I mean, I don't think you guys would ever Google Bill Lambeer and the, and the bad boys and see what those guys are like. What an NBA game, there's a good chance that you're going to get hurt, but it wasn't going to be because of a torn ACL. Or it was going to be because you got a, an elbow to your face and broke your nose. Be the 
Kobe Bryant is the best example of this. Kobe the star is one of the greatest of all time. He had Shaq, okay? He had Shaq, and then he had Paul Gasol. He knew he needed that extra piece. LeBron knew he needed that extra piece. Butler's an awful dog. Kyrie's an awful dog. But there's a winning culture down here, and there's the Miami Heat way. You play Miami here, you're going to have to play within the system, or also they're going to play the league. You could be an all-star, but you want to know who all-stars are? That's on Marbury. He was an all-star. Adam Iverson, one of the best of all time. He was an all-star. Yep. You want to be a GOAT? You want to be a Michael Jordan? You want to be a LeBron James? You want to be a Kobe Bryant? You've got to know, I need a team. I need a team, and I need to step it up when a team comes. So, these young guys that want to play by themselves and prove it to them, yeah, they're going to be, and they're going to be all-stars and stuff, but you want to be a legend, you want to be the, the GOAT, you're going to have to change your mindset because that mindset doesn't work in the NBA, and honestly, I don't think people ever will. All right, Omar, thank you for your time. We'll love to have you back on the show sometime soon. Hey, I'm available whenever you guys need, man. I think what you guys are doing is great. Keep up the great work. I'm a big fan of you guys, and uh, good luck on the rest of the podcast. Thank All you. Right. Thank you so much. Right, no, no problem, man. You good. You too. Thanks. Oh, <laughs> All right, next up on the show, we will do mid-time headlines with Walter Smith, and then, boy, oh, boy, what does Pittsburgh do with Le'Veon Bell? That's next up for someone.